beloved? How many enjoyed the testimonies? Okay, I'm, I have my favorite, so I pick and then I, I like the testimonies because they give me content for the message. So I've got content. So I was preparing the word yesterday. I, ha I was shooting late. I came back. What was yesterday? Saturday, yeah. I was shooting late. And uh, I came back late and I was tired and I just wanted to go to sleep. And I knew I was doing part two of the message. So I wrote like literally one verse down and I fell asleep. I was like, I'll do it in the morning. Like sometimes I do the word on the way here. And uh, so I, I fell asleep and then suddenly uh, I went to sleep at 10 and then I got up at 12.30 and I just can't fall asleep. I don't know what happened. I was like wide awake. So I was like, okay, maybe I need to pray in tongues for somebody or what. Usually I start doing that, you know, if I have something. So I started praying and then I was like, okay, let me get back to the word. And then I finished my whole uh, sermon, whatever I had uh, in the evening. But Okay. So anyways, <clears throat> you are more powerful than you know. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Okay. Everything you do in awareness affects you and those around you. Okay, now can someone tell me what were we doing last week? We're doing part two of that. Beloved is awake, alive. Jesus was the same yesterday, today and forever. You are also the same yesterday, today and forever. Believe that you can't age. You'll remain the same yesterday, today and forever. If Jesus comes in your dreams and he looks younger than you, something is a problem. Because you, as he is, so are you. Start believing new truths. Then you'll start seeing renewal. You'll start seeing that you look just like the way you were 10 years ago. You look the same. Okay, what were we speaking on? Not by might, nor by power, but by your spirit. By his spirit. And where is his spirit? Inside you. Before it was working from outside. Now he works from within you. Okay, I quickly want to take a verse before I get into that word. It's in Genesis. I haven't put it up. In the beginning, Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the, and what was there? And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. So what came before everything? The spirit of God was hovering over the water. And then God spoke. The spirit came over Mother Mary. And then what happened? In your womb is Emmanuel. The spirit came. So God is doing everything. He's not changed. He did everything through the spirit. In the old, he did everything through the spirit. And now... He put his spirit in you and he's doing everything in the spirit. Last week I spoke about, we took examples from the old. Remember I told you Moses and we took Joshua and we took Jehoshaphat. And then God says, stand still. And then did he leave at just stand still? Stand still. Then what does he say? Position yourself and see the salvation of the Lord. Position means what? Ephesians, stand when you put on the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the sword of the spirit to, uh, and the, uh, the, the shield of faith to quench all the thoughts that you're getting. All the thoughts came to Freni. Cat is gone. Cancel your day trip and please go after the cat. Then what does she do? She's a smart son. Excuse me, these worries. I'm not worrying. I'll give them to you. You worry. I'm going. What happened? She gave it to Christ. Smart son. And Christ fixed it. That's what you're supposed to do in every situation. Give it to Christ. Why are you thinking? Let him think. I remember once losing my laptop. I didn't lose it. I kept it. My assistant kept it in the rickshaw, in the behind, in the back. And I went to the airport and suddenly the rickshaw is gone. And I was going to Hyderabad on a plane. And first time I got a revelation, that time I was many, many years ago. I was looking like Joseph's like cat and like dog and whatever. The cows and everything was blessed. So I was like, the rickshaw is gone. And now everything in me was telling run after the laptop. Right? Because like everything is in the laptop. So I have to go after the laptop. And that thought came into me that everything that belongs to me, including the laptop, belongs to my father. I was at an airport and that rickshaw had come to pick me up in my building. 
So I told the father, I said, what is it for you to send two people in that rickshaw, nice people? And suddenly they tell that rickshaw guy and he wants to return it. So I got on on my plane to Hyderabad. By the time I landed, the rickshaw guy came all the way from Ghatkopar or wherever, Goregaon, came to my building to give someone's laptop. It's an apple, he could have sold it. And how many times things have gone and they've come back. But the same principle. You are not alone. A whole kingdom is working for you. So you don't take the care and become your own savior. The minute that care comes, you give it to him. Let him take it. You rejoice and go on with your work. That's what it means to be crucified in Christ. Yet not I, but Christ lives. That means give it to him. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Every time you get out of the way, that means you don't take the care. You give it and you move on. You'll realize everything gets sorted out. The devil wants you to take the care and become your own savior. That's the time you have to get out. That's what it means to be crucified. I told you we have this lovely cross because people thought we were a cult. I said, let's get a cross and keep it. But I said every time some people want the cross in the house. I said, you can put as many crosses, but if you see Jesus on the cross, then you have to put your picture there also. Because he didn't die. You died. So make a nice photograph of you or image and you crucify yourself there. So it's a reminder that you died. It's no longer you, but Christ lives in you. It's not about a cross. Everything in beloved is a revelation. What does a revelation mean? It has to be lived out. It's 10 PhD. That's why beloved is school. It's proper school. You live it out. If you don't bear fruit, we come to you and say, what's going on with you? You're not a a doer of the word. What's going on? We'll teach you how to live it and walk it. Yeah? How many have seen the testimonies? You know, I loved... uh, Whose testimony was that? Sandra. Sandra went through cancer, right? And she's healed of cancer. The Lord did that. And it took a journey. I still remember Sandra two years ago, during COVID time, three years ago, she started logging in on on Beloved, I think. And it took a journey and she was constantly listening. And all we told her during that time was just hear the word. Now you've come into the realm of righteousness. Now Christ in you, you're under a new law. The resurrection life is doing. And she was under one tree constantly. Going back to work after 12 years, I celebrate these testimonies. Because it's got nothing to do with resume. Everything in God's kingdom, he works through grace. So people who write to me, I have no experience in all you, please. You go in the other realm then. Stay in the other realm. In this realm, everything God works by grace. How did Joseph become the head? Resume tha kya? Did he work under Pharaoh for two years, let's see, then promotion? One day, cupbearer interprets a dream. I've seen so many. God works in grace through networking. This one knows, this one knows, this one gets the job done. So if you have a heart to work, be diligent. And grace will get you what you want, no matter at what age. We have testimonies, even at 70 years, people got jobs, right? And now, uh, Sandra, after 12 years, just don't complain. Co-labor. Take that word complain out. I'm going to co-labor with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to become an overcomer. And then you will take it down. Okay? Beloved is awake. So in the in, last time I told you, We celebrated and we talked about how in the old, it was all God doing everything, right? Foolish things. Moses, lift up your hand. Then the sea will part. Then Jericho walls, go around seven times, shout. And all foolish things God made people do so that their faith would not be in the wisdom, but in God's power. That they know that it's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. In the new now, Jesus died, rose again. That spirit of God, the greatest thing that Acts talks about, that Jesus said, wait for the promise of the Father. What was the promise? The Holy Spirit. And now where is the Holy Spirit? In you. That is your rest. And we're going to read some few scriptures. Okay, and we're going to see that it's still Christ in you doing everything. And you need to get out of the way in that. Okay, 
When did Jesus start his ministry? He was 30 years. Did he start it when he was 25? He started when? After the Holy Spirit came upon him. And then he started things. So who was doing everything? The Holy Spirit is doing everything. Franny's testimony is a perfect example of dumping the problem on him. But where is him? Was he outside of her? Inside of her. And he did everything from inside of her only. God is not coming from outside in. Everything about sonship is inside out. All the testimonies here are inside out. They got healed. Something left. We not laid hands on Sabina. Inside out. Because she's waking up to who she is. Now that life starts flowing out. And they're getting healed. So with Sandra. Okay. So with mom. Okay. Luke 3.21. Beloved is awake. Alive. Active. Beloved is sharper than a two-edged sword. Okay? Okay. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son. In you I am well pleased. Then it says, Luke 4. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing, and afterwards, when they had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Say, I don't live by bread. I live by the word. Yes. Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me. Who was it delivered to him by? Holy Spirit. Excuse me. Who said Holy Spirit? Please stand on the chair. Let me read that again. Beloved is awake. You are not scripture, scripture, scripture. You are understanding. Say I am understanding. Hmm. And their glory for this has been delivered to me. This is the devil talking with Jesus. He's, and he's showing him all the world. This all kingdom I will give it to you. And he's saying this has been delivered to me. Who delivered it to him? Adam. Adam, there were two voices. God's voice, father's voice, devil's voice. The Bible says, whose voice you obey, that one slave you become. That's why even in your head today, there are two voices. Whose voice do you yield to, submit to, blindly just do what Frenny did? It's gone. I don't care. You told me, don't worry. Nirlaja Sadasuki. In Marathi, there's a saying. It means, but it apply this. You told me not to worry. You told me, don't be anxious for anything. Give it all to me. Cast your cares on me. The best thing you can do is don't catch the problem. Give it to him. Let him do it. Because he said it in his word, you can stand on that. It's not carelessness. It's absolutely your absolute being, being absolutely responsible when you do that. Because we are in the other realm. If you were not in the other realm, I would say, please figure out yourself. But because you're in this realm, Cast it, let him do it because he wants to. He wants to be your father and he wants to get, be the one to get the glory in all things. So dump it on him. So what happened? Adam gave it all over to the devil. Everything went over to the devil because Adam listened to the devil's voice. So all of this world dominion that he had was given over to the devil. So now this chat is going on. Yeah, I have all of this authority and I'll give it to you. I'll give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. How do you worship him? We worship him in spirit and in truth. You know, I loved somebody said, Jesus said, If you love me, do you love him? Put your hands up. How many love him? Yeah, he says, if you love me, keep my word. But guess what? If you keep his word, who is benefited? Him? Who gets benefited? You only. 
So he's telling, keep my word and then you only get benefited. What love for you? And he's saying, if you love me, keep my word so that you will only have the benefit of it. What love? So if you are not a doer of the word, you'll get very frustrated. You'll come here also, you'll think everyone is bearing a testimony, not you. And then you look at other people and this one, this one. No, no, no. The relationship is built not in the hearing, but in the doing of the word. And we're not talking about doing of the word as Ten Commandments. Doing, that's the law. Doing of the word is not forgetting who you are constantly. Just like casting those cares, not taking the thoughts. In small things, in small things, you will put big things down. Yes? In small things. Forget about the big problem. Look at the small problem that has come. And don't let that hassle you. And you'll realize the big problem suddenly disappears. Yes? No one is sleeping. Any eyes closing? Okay. Look at this. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, to keep you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. So now he sees Jesus quoting all scripture. Oh, I will also quote scripture now. And that happens to so many Christians. Son is intelligent. You have the spirit of wisdom. But it can happen. That's why you have to discern the word. Where it was spoken. Before the cross, after the cross. All of that is so important because the devil can use scripture to, to make you do something that is not from the father. And you can see that here. And then Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, you shall you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Now first it said Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then Jesus is led through the wilderness. Every time you take on a word, what was the word that came to Jesus? You are my beloved son. In you I am well pleased. Way before he's done everything. You are my son. In you I am well pleased. Then the spirit led him through the wilderness. That word gets tested. If you are the son, if you are the son, what is the word getting tested? Just the one that was came before. If you are the son. Every time you hear a word, that word gets tested. You come here to beloved, you hear the word, it's not in your nature to lose things. I didn't say you have to do something to lose or not lose. I said it's in your nature. Nature means what? Do you have to do anything? Nature means it's in my nature it's in the dna it's not in my nature to fall sick first believe this truth so now you can't lose suddenly next day cat goes missing i'm losing you do not let the word or the your i mean your experience be a navigator whether the word is true or not the word is truth because it came out of the father's mouth about you that's it. And so the devil tries to trick you by your situation so that to pull that word out of you because actually that word is truth. Let me get that word out of this person. And so in that time, when it looks like you've lost, you still believe and say, I believe this word because it is the truth. I'm not trying to make it true. Whether this goes, comes, doesn't matter. I believe it because my father said so. I dump it back on him. You said so, I'm blindly doing this. It is the truth. That's when everything changes. So everything came to take that word if you are the son. And guess what? Jesus didn't allow anything to take that word out of him. And now it says, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. First he was filled with the Spirit. But now he is going and walking in dominion. Filled. What does it say? He returned in the power of the spirit. That's the area that you have dominion over. You have authority over. That's when you have life over it. Everything about your life as a son of God, if Christ is in you, the Holy Spirit has come. He's not there to take you to heaven. That's one of the things. He's a guarantee of your salvation. But if you are here, it's about reigning in life here 
And for reigning in life, he has to get this soul of yours that has been in sin consciousness and condemnation for the longest time into righteousness consciousness. If this is not righteousness consciousness, he can't get divine health, he can't get prosperity, he can't get blessed relationships in your life. Because righteousness leads to life. All eyes open. Rishi, are your eyes open? All eyes open. In beloved, no one is meditating. Okay, say righteousness leads to life. And his righteousness is in me. Yeah, you have one fruit, beloved. All of you, life. In every area, you will see life. Because Christ is in you, it's Christ in you, it's called the spirit of righteousness is in you. And righteousness doesn't lead to death. Righteousness leads to life. We are not going by our flesh. I told you last week, in the old, it was righteousness by works. Are we under righteousness by works? No. In the new realm, in the realm of God, it is called righteousness by faith. That's why everything, you don't look at your flesh. We live our whole lives by spirit. If you look at your flesh, it's going to condemn you. You will disqualify yourself every day. You do not look at your flesh. You live your life in this world by receiving the righteousness that has been given to you by faith. Yes, then you can reign over any sickness, cancer, answer, sub kuch under your feet. Other people will have fruit of death, not you. You will have life. Yes? Okay, now see this. Now he walked in the power of the spirit. Now let's go down. And now I love what Jesus says. See this. So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of prof prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. What is written? What is upon me? What is upon you? The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Read all of that. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable years of the Lord. Say the spirit of the Lord is on me. It's in me. So now who is doing everything? In Jesus, who is doing everything? The Holy Spirit is doing everything. Who is doing everything in you today? Holy Spirit, are you allowing him to do everything? No. That's where prayer requests come from. You will send no prayer requests if you really believe this truth that it's him in me doing it. Because we're praying to whom? Him only. The more you start believing who you are, you'll start becoming more still, more quieter, more rested. You'll have more testimonies. Okay, see this, John 3. Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, that which is born of spirit is spirit. Are you born of flesh? Children of flesh and children of spirit. Remember? Whose story is this? Children of flesh? Ishmael? Children of spirit? Isaac? One is born from flesh? Your own effort. One is born of spirit. God's promise. What is he saying here? That which is born of flesh? Adam is flesh. Are you flesh? That which is born of spirit is spirit. Are you born of spirit? Yes, born again of spirit. Okay, now see this. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. John 4. But the hour is coming and now is when the true worshippers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. For the father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is spirit. You are, you're born of the spirit. Remember in 1 John it says, to those who received, 
him he gave the right to become sons of god children of god who are not born of the will of man nor of flesh and blood but born of the spirit born of god so sons of god are yeah but you're a spirit being that's why everything you do is not through the flesh the father is not having a relationship with you through your flesh a lot of the religious christian world thinks that but he is not relating the flesh he hates the flesh it cannot get right with god why because the law of sin and death is there you'll need a glorified body that's why he sent his son so that's all the sin that you do sin in the flesh is condemned in his body already today he looks at you in spirit and he wants you to see yourself also in spirit he is very happy because every time you do that we lift up jesus and the blood if you wrestle with that it's self righteousness it's not humility it's self righteousness okay and the more you receive that freely you'll see effortlessly any sickness just get out of your body everything just leave yes beloved is humble we have no problem receiving as righteousness john 5 see this for this reason the jews persecuted jesus and sought to kill him because he had done these things on sabbath but jesus answered them my father has been working until now and i have been working say this my father has been working until now and i have been working now is the father physically in flesh in jesus beloved is huh how is he working spirit so then is he also physically sitting in you how is he today in spirit same thing and jesus so confidently says my father has been working until now and i have been working what are you going to say my father has been working until now and i have been working you know why you can say that boldly because you have been crucified with christ it is no longer you that live but christ lives in you why you get confused is because you when you don't receive this truth first everything believe begins by first receiving that truth then you'll see it alive in you also yes okay now see this therefore the jews sought all the more to kill him because he not only broke the sabbath but also said that god was his father making himself equal with god oh i know we keep saying this all the time but now let's relook at that again he says that god was his father are you saying god is your father do you all say that what does the next next line say what did they know if you call anyone father means what same jat i told you we are swarg jat dogs father is lion cats father chihuahua's father is Rennie's cat's name is Chihuahua. He has already a confused identity. Chihuahua means dog. <laughs> so he goes away and hangs out with dogs. I'm kidding. Chihuahua's father will be another Chihuahua, no? Another dog. I mean, that's what I mean. So now they knew if Jesus is saying father. I'm telling you, you can get familiar with this word. and you can say father father but in your head think human when you say father means one god talking to another god because you're calling god father that's why it says making himself equal with god then jesus answered and said to him most assuredly i say to you the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do for whatever he does the son also does in like manner are you a son then everything that you're doing you're doing what the father is doing in you and through you one can be aware of this truth and one is simply not aware of this truth that's the only difference okay now see this For the father loves the son and shows him all things that he himself does and he will show him greater things than these that you may marvel for as the father raises the dead and gives life to them 
Even so the son gives life to whom he wills. For the father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the son, that all should honor the son just as they honor the father. He who does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. You know, uh, yesterday again on the set, day before, I was, I went to the vanity and there was this lady lying down on the bed. And she was, um, so I said, I didn't know her name. I said, what happened? You're lying down. She said, oh, I have a fever. I said, I, can I pray for you? I said, I believe Jesus will heal you. So I laid hands on her. And at that time, consciously, every time I do that, I constantly make myself aware, not me, but you. Not me, but you. I get out of the way. And so I laid hands on her and uh, I just said, fever, leave. Okay? Whatever this thing is. And so I go out on my way and everything that I do, I'm trying to do every time in awareness. It's not like in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, kuchini waiga. Everything you do, please do it in awareness. And so I go back, I'm sitting in the canteen and then this girl comes, she said, hi, I'm actually feeling very good. My fever has gone. And she came back and she said, I just have a runny nose. I said, everything will be gone by the uh, end of the day. And then she asked me my name. She didn't know who I was. And I said, yeah, I'm just doing costume here or whatever. Later on, I said, they're all in your path. They're all in your path. And just give all the glory to Jesus. I said, yeah, I told her, I said, yeah, Jesus healed you. Ask him for anything. Okay. Where was I going with that? Who did it? The father did it. But where is the father? In you. The Holy Spirit did it. So how do you do it? Just go. It's not me. It's you. Who will do it. And do it. Start laying hands on people. On my birthday, we had many. Someone was saying, you know, we had a lot of other people, sick people come in. Start going and laying hands on people. Doesn't always have to be the one person doing it. You can start going out of your seats and just lay hands. Know that when you lay hands, it's not you. It's Christ who will do it. So very boldly, just go and start doing it. Now, first time it doesn't happen, like the word, you don't go by the reactions. Keep doing it. And then suddenly one day, everyone is just popping up. They're popping up. That's what happened to Sunita in Dubai. First time when she started coming to Beloved, she said, I don't, I've never, I prayed and you know, nothing happens, prayed and all. And then I said, Sunita, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. And then one day she was, she was at a stall and someone came and had some stomach pain or whatever. She prayed and things changed. And from that day on, now she's praying and things are shifting. Why? Because she didn't allow the circumstances to take that word out of her. We do all things because the Father says so. And it is truth. We worship Him in spirit and in truth. That's it. That's your rest. Okay? Now see this. John 7. The promise of the Holy Spirit. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Jesus spoke this before the cross. And what is he saying? He's talking about a time... But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, those believing in him would receive. So first the Holy Spirit was where? In Christ. After that, what was going to happen? After he died, died and rose again, what was God's plan? Multiplying the one Holy Spirit. It's not many Holy Spirits. You know, the same Holy Spirit in you raised Lazarus. So you can close your eyes and you can imagine what was it like raising Lazarus. Same Holy Spirit is revealing all things to you and bringing to your remembrance all things. Okay? John 8. Then Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am in He, and I do nothing of myself. But as the Father taught me, I speak these things, and He who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. Say, I'm not alone. I love what Sabina shared about Father. You know, many people, like you could be without parents. You could be, maybe you're born, uh, maybe you, you came from an orphanage or you were adopted, okay? Or, and I, I feel sometimes people get an identity and they feel like, oh, I'm without parents. 
but i know so many children who grew up with bad parents abusive parents and there are kids who grew up with nice parents but our identity is not supposed to be from parents anyways your identity comes from your heavenly father and i always use this example i lost my dad as well i don't lose him i can't lose anything he left at a young uh, he left when i was young okay but i didn't shake i didn't break today you'll never hear me that thing come out of my mouth or meaning like a stained uh, you know stained conscience is because my identity was never built on him anyways i've learned to juice everything out of my heavenly father so then no matter all things happen around you doesn't shake you is because it was not meant to be on that person built up on that person anyways are you listening you are listening okay the devil can use it as a hook to keep you there and we don't lose anything we'll meet them again transitory period so you'll see them again so a son loses nothing jesus rose lazarus did he die again lazarus so martha and mary had some maybe couple of years good years with him again but lazarus after jesus died died and rose again lazarus needed to wake up to righteousness if he didn't wake up to righteousness there was no use he would probably fall sick in body again and have sicknesses also because righteousness leads to life you are understanding what i'm saying paul was trying to attain to immortality he was trying to get there but just because he didn't get that doesn't mean the next generation cannot you take those truths and you're going on and on and then it says one day death will be under your feet enemy the last enemy to be put is physical death there'll be a generation that's going on living longer and longer it can be you okay see this where was i yeah for i always do those things that please him why did the holy spirit not leave from jesus because he always did the things that please him jesus walked perfectly fulfilled everything so that today the holy spirit will never ever leave you even if you do stupid things because god is not looking at you in flesh he's looking at you in spirit and he spoke these words as he spoke these words many believed in him john 12 for i have not spoken on my own authority but the father who sent me gave me a command what i should say and what i should speak and i know that his command is everlasting life therefore whatever i speak as the father has told me so i speak remember jesus said in that day don't worry what you will say in that day he told his disciples don't worry what you will say for the words will be given to you so who is speaking holy spirit is speaking that's what on pentecost people were looking this is peter this is that fisherman and what is he speaking he's opening up his mouth and then simon opened up his mouth and what are these people speaking timothy and all no but how come so much of wisdom coming out who is speaking you can tell oh it is him speaking it's not this person speaking now first you believe this truth then everything will flow out i believe this truth it's not me who is speaking it is you who is speaking say it is not me who is speaking it is he who is speaking say this my words are spirit and they are life they are spirit spirit means what logical that's why jesus said follow me and they drop their nets brainwashed my words are spirit and they are life that's why in beloved people get saved not through tree of knowledge of good and evil my words are spirit and they are life we don't need the tree of knowledge of good and evil they come in by spirit my sheep hear my voice that's it okay see this john 14 if you had known me you would have known my father also and from now on you know him and have seen him philip said to him lord show us the father and it is sufficient for us so jesus is talking about father 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 show us the father and now what is jesus saying jesus said to him 
Have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me. How does the Father dwell in him? Through the Holy Spirit. How is the Father and Jesus dwelling in you? Through the Holy Spirit. Same, same, same. Say same, same. But he is talking same, same. You are also talking same, same. Okay? See this. What does it say? I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Wow. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you are an orphan. And what does it say about orphans in the Bible? Orphans worry a lot. They have to worry because they don't have a fa heavenly father. What will you eat? What will you... We talked about last week, right? Kapda, rodi, makan. What will you eat? What will you drink? What will you wear? The Gentiles of the world. That means they are without the covenant promises. They don't have a heavenly father. It's normal for them to worry. But you have a heavenly father. And then he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yeah, I'm... Now I have a father. The biggest inheritance without a father, there is no son. And without the son, there is no father. They both give an identity to each other. So if you're a son, your biggest rest should be, I'm not worrying about this because I have a heavenly father who's got it figured. And that father is not outside. It's inside of me. He'll take care of this, whatever's popped up in my body. Not me, you. Christ in me, you resolve this, you do this, I'm getting out of the way. How do you get out of the way? Don't take the care. Give it to him. Let him do it. Yes? See this. I will not leave, leave you orphans, I will come to you. Now he's in you forever. John 16, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. I love this and I keep saying this again and again. What is the Holy Spirit's job? What does the Holy Spirit do? He just shows you truth. Whose job is it to receive that truth? You know, the same thing that happened with Freni can happen with somebody else. But one person, both the people can have very different reactions. One person can worry, forget that trip, go after the cat. And go whole day going after the cat. And maybe at the end of the day, found the cat. One person went enjoyed. In one area, one went after the cat and got it. In another area, father got the cat. Who do you want? You want to be your own savior? Be a Gentile? Or be... We are unjewing a lot of people here. We call it Jewness. You remove the Jew. Some churches, they look like churches, but it's a synagogue. Because it's in the old. It is, because it's under Moses. And everything, the letter, kills. I gave you an example. Once I went to America, I entered a synagogue. I didn't know. I just knew the Bible is real. So I thought everything that looks like a church is a church. I entered a synagogue. I didn't see a cross there. So I went and asked the guy, I said, where's the cross? He just looked at me. <laughs> I got, he didn't throw me out. He, he no, you know, I was an Indian. I was in America that time. I exited myself. Then I went and told my brother-in-law, I went to this place that looked like a church and had no cross. He's like, what did you, you went to a Jewish synagogue and told them where is Jesus? They don't believe he's there. So what do you mean? Don't believe he's come? What? I met him. You know. But a church can be like that. You think you're preaching Jesus. You're not. You're preaching exactly what the Jews believe today. You're in the old. But you just have a cross somewhere there. But you're, it's a synagogue. That's what even Jesus said. You are church. The church, the definition of the church is called the church of the firstborn. Firstborn means resurrected Christ. If you're not preaching new creation realities, it is not church. I'm sorry. That is what the Bible says. Church is new creation realities. On this side of the cross, as a son of God. That means new species. Say, I'm a son of God. I'm a new creation. 
See this. So the Holy Spirit reveals truth. So he revealed truth. So now what does Fanny do with that truth? She knows I'm not taking it. I'm crucified. It's your job. And now through the truth came the inheritance. So first comes truth. Light comes in. Now you receive that truth. Now there might be application of the truth when certain things happen. That's the time you don't forget. Was she praying? No, she was not forgetting who she is in the midst of that little trial that came her way. And when she didn't forget, she saw the salvation of the Lord. Stand still. Position yourself. Who got the cat back? See the salvation of the Lord. Let him be father to you. That's how you allow him to be father. Get out of the way. Okay? See this. The spirit of truth has come. He will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me. For he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the father has are mine. Therefore, I say to you, he will take off mine, all my inheritance. It's not in my nature to fall sick. I became poor that you are rich. All of this, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. So are you. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. He is righteousness. Okay. He will take off mine and declare it to you. Declare it. That means speak it. Now you receive it. Yes. And what happens when you receive it? Father is glorified. Okay. John 17, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. This is Jesus praying for all his disciples before he's going on the cross. That they all may be one as father, as you father are in me and I in you. That they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them. That they may be one just as we are one. I in them I in and you in that they may be made perfect in same same that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me John 20 then the same day at evening when the first day of the week now this is Jesus dies goes on the cross rises again when the doors were shut, when the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. What he told Imran. Salam walaikum. Walaikum salam. Okay. When he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said these things, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. I told you this only Jesus was doing before. And they wanted to take up stones to throw at him because they said only God can forgive sins. But now he's saying the same thing to you. Are people lifting up stones to throw at you? Yes. They, we, 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 only a fruit-bearing tree gets stones. Okay? Look at this. Acts 1. The Holy Spirit promised, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. Okay, so I took the first verse to show you, as Jesus is, so are you. As the Father has sent me. As the Father has sent me. The same way the Father sent me. Jesus got born again with the Holy Spirit. How did you get born again? With the Holy Spirit only. As the Father has sent me, I also, same way, send you. Now you see in the Gospels when you are reading in John, Jesus, everything he is doing, he doesn't say me. He says you. I am not speaking, you are speaking. I am not working, you are working. Let him do it. Same you. You died with him. It's all Christ in you. Okay? Now look at this, Acts 1. After and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So Jesus is telling them, please don't begin any work until the Holy Spirit comes down and comes in you. Because Jesus is not yet risen. Okay, now see this. 
Therefore, when they, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at the time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons which the father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So who was going to do it all? Who did it all through Christ? The Holy Spirit. Who is doing it all in you? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in you. Let him do all things. Don't be your own savior. Let him do it all in you, through you. How do you let him do it? By not forgetting. Get out of the way. In that moment, don't forget. Casting. Not forgetting. Okay? Acts 2. Coming of the Holy Spirit. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all dull. Sorry. They were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a gushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Galatians 2.20 What does Paul say? I have been, says, let's all say this out. I have been crucified with Christ. So when you see the cross, do you see Jesus there alone? Put your photo. Because why? I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I. Say it is no longer I. But Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, this body, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What does it mean? The life which I now live in the flesh. That means I'm living here. Christ is in me. I live by faith that I am dead. I told you when my hair was falling, it was crazy. Like I understand when guys go bald or whatever, losing hair. But like a girl, it was just like a terrible time for me. And now really, like, you know, with all these new technologies and all, I really like doctors because they're all on side of life. Okay. So even like getting the hair thing done and everything, it's all God restoring things. So if people can't get it through faith, I have it through medicine. Okay. But uh, so at that time, I remember going and I told you, I went to like, to Birmingham because I thought Curry Blake will lay my hands, lay his hands on me and I'll get healed and all. And there Curry Blake didn't show up. A bald guy came and he was laying hands on me. And I'm telling him, you know, I want my hair back. And, uh, but you know, I felt like heat and everything go through me at that time. Like imagine I felt the manifestation of God. Like I felt current go through me and I'm still not going in front of the mirror. My hair is still falling. But I'm like, I, but I felt heat. And all of this thing, and I just, I was doing everything and I told you my heart has never gone like this, like this, like this. Like, because I felt so out of control. I felt out of control. Like, do something, help me, you know. And then Jesus came in my dreams when he came and I saw him with thick hair. And I told you, that's where I got my oneness from. For maybe the newcomers who, who don't know, and I'll share that again. The first dream where Jesus came, it was three in the night. And I looked at him and he looked like Jesus, but he had my eyes, my shawl, because I was a scarf designer, I was doing my sunscreen on his face. And he sat with me. And the first thing I noticed was he's got thick hair. And he was walking like a girl. So at first I thought he's gay or like some Bollywood actor because he was walking like that. And then I told you in that dream, I was praying for people and I was laying hands. So I ignored him because I thought he's a Bollywood actor. And the minute he said I have to pray for that person, I knew that it's Jesus because a Bollywood actor will not do that. And then I looked at him and in my thoughts I said, Jesus, can you pray for my hair? And uh, he looked at me and said, you need to pray for me. So I was wondering, I'm telling you, you pray for me. You are saying you pray for me. And then he, was, he winked at me because he was trying to get something to me. He's saying that's how foolish it sounds. And then he came and sit, sat next to me. And uh, I was looking into his eyes and he had my eyes. And he smelled like someone who had had a clean bath, like Johnson & Johnson baby 
like that he smelled and uh, i'm trying to see why i look like him and uh, and then he took my hand he did the school handshake and he said this is what i have for you creativeness of redemption and i'm trying to hold his hand because i'm very aware in my dream i'm with jesus everything in me knew it so i don't want to leave now like i was and then i woke up it was sharp 3 o'clock and then for one month it wrestled with me why i look like him did i see jesus or did i see me i couldn't tell only what was going on it this was 2009 that's why i got the revelation of your a new creation lion ka bachcha lion dog ka bachcha dog so if you say son of god don't say son then if you can't see yourself as another god two becoming one i told you children are the best example of oneness suppose jesus and i got married and had a child and the child was a boy that's what i look like two in one that's what it says he who is joined to the lord is one spirit what does oneness mean in the old oneness meant marriage oneness two becoming one that's what happened with you and christ you became one so i couldn't see so you know what i was looking at the new creation and he was trying to tell me stop looking at yourself in the flesh i am spirit so are you and he told me a law that is active in me creativeness of redemption this is what you have what does it mean because of redemption there's creativity now i don't care how much hair has gone it will just come back because you're under the law of life and it was not coming back why because i was trying to get it and i was so worried about it trying to be my own savior and i told you that time he gave me a job i got work i got busy with a project he only gave it so that i'll get distracted so i have my worry of this will leave and then suddenly when i got involved in the work of that job all my hair came back no prayer no scripture it is who you are that's what i mean that's why you know someone said whenever something traumatic happens or something when god wants to do he might give you some work to do and it can be for a season why he does that is to get your mind off this into this so that he can flow through you so it's for a season so allow those things it's a season that god gives you that but how did all of that hair come back who did it spirit so many people laid hands on me nothing happened just it was there only the minute i calmed myself down i rested i became still then the holy spirit that was already in me that is the spirit of righteousness that is life that is resurrection life gave and brought all the hair back because it's not in your nature to have death yeah you receive that truth so it's no longer i but who lives christ lives in me colossians 1 the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations but now has been revealed to his saints to them god will to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the gentiles that means the ones who don't know the lord which is christ in you the hope of hope of glory means whatever area you want to see goodness in that area be it finances be it health be it relationships you want to see goodness christ not outside of me christ in me the hope to see goodness in this area of my life yes so now are you crucified with christ yes it's no longer you but christ in you not by might not by power but by my spirit says the lord cast your cares because he cares for you in the midst of your problem don't forget don't let the situation make you think that you're adam you're not adam you are son of god means god i will react like god does he sits he seated at the right hand of the father i'm in christ i sit in all my problems i'm not going to forget and all of these things are coming under your feet yeah let's take a tithe spiritual tithe let's stand up just say father i'm a son in your kingdom jesus you are my high priest and right now i give you a tithe 
I give you thanksgiving of all of this understanding, all of this life that has come to my soul. Holy Spirit, it is you in me. You're doing everything. You're showing me your truths. I receive your truths. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Just pray in tongues and just worship him for this. Just thank him for everything that you heard, everything that has come alive in you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are in all of them. You are in the sons. You are renewing them to who you are, how real you are in them, bringing them victory. I thank you that they're in the new. They're in the realm of righteousness. Righteousness leads to life. I thank you that whatever is in their way, Holy Spirit, everything is under you. Jesus, everything is under you. I just thank you that there's no death in their life. There's only life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.